have you ever not actually hydrated when somebody claimed the points? That's a very interesting question, and I'm a very honest person. Basically, it, it's like a form of ultra instinct. Like it's, programming? It's... Shut up! Stop telling the viewers what they want to hear! You have to become the garbage. You understand, understand the garbage. The garbage. <laughs> hey, thanks for checking this out. This is the Malus Black Podcast, Episode 1. And my first guest is Roy Roo. Hope you enjoy it. What's going on, dude? Not much. Uh, just chilling, playing some Maple Story. Nice. Old school Maple Story. Do you like your image? Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, Luna, my artist, made it for me. Of course I like it. The dude, I told, I told Luna to um, make something exceptionally, like, unique and something that I'd probably use forever. And this is what he did. Nailed it. He nailed it so hard. I was so impressed. I gave him an additional, like, what? I think it was $50 and the uh, appropriate one. I think I gave him, like, 200 something for it. For the uh, the combo between that and the mask version, so. I mean, it's your identity now. Yeah. It's amazing. He's been doing a lot of my art, as you can see. Well, he does, like, everything other than, like, uh, the card stuff. That's someone else, but yeah. Oh, Luna's not doing that? Uh, he's doing the custom stuff. Like, we're going to have a collectible version on Card Pack 3, which is just... I mean, you might have gotten the ping on my server, but... Basically, you send him a picture of what you want him to turn into his own art style, and... He gonna, he's going to make that into his own art, and then we're going to put it on a card. Everything else is done by DJ Sinian. He's my stream editor, in a way. He basically does... He handles all the card stuff and uh, handles the background stuff of the stream in terms of, like, you know, bits, subs, etc. He works... He's He does all the stream elements alert stuff for me. Nice. So, how did you want to focus everything... Um, I kind of thought maybe the last time was a little bit more just a conversation between two buddies. Um, did you want? Definitely was. That's what it feels yeah. like. Yeah. I don't really care. You do what you do. Uh, I'm assuming you have a list of questions, so I'm going to try to remain tacked to them. Not really. And... I have a couple <clears throat> yeah. just to like, you know, kind of keep a structure of it. But... It's really hard to get me to shut up. So, <laughs> um, but I wanted to, I guess I think. I think it's best if you like kind of are more speaking to your viewers. Like it's kind of more just like a platform for you to share, so talk share in stuff in your way life where it's kind of like a second person in a way. Yeah. So like, I guess like basically I'm a viewer, you know, I'm just, I'm just one of your fans. You're not just the viewer. You're one of the few people. Well, you're the only person who's ever given me solid advice. I'm also the only the person who has revoked their own mod status. True, actually. No one on my stream has ever done that. Uh, huh. Did you say that? Yes. I, I'm also one of the only... Uh, how many is it? Ten that get the first badge? Yeah, you're first. first. And the, it's the first ten, and then it's the first 25 when you get partner. Nice. I don't know why they do it that way, but yeah. It's the same badge? Yeah, it's the same badge. Oh, that's BS. So the 15 people who didn't actually get their badge, they'll get it when I get partner. BS. <laughs> I know, it's weird. But, I mean, it's kind of a bonus for the first 25. But at the same time, it's like you just lost your uniqueness by 15 more. Yeah, terrible. But, I, I mean, you're running the OGs. There's literally no way around that. I mean, can never be streamer says away. where streamer goes. It's so. like a first clear. 
Yeah, there you go. First clearing away. <laughs> I was actually looking through my stats the, after we had our talk, like the next day. I'm like, okay, I'm going to take a look. And this is kind of related to the whole partner bullshit, but I, I'm, I don't mean any harm to these other streamers who got partner. I don't mean any offense. I don't mean, I don't mean any ego bragging or anything. I was just comparing stats, and f from the first three, the first three partners that I was watching, uh, of course, Taranjo Shoujo, uh, Gigi Sapuku, and Joe Tendo, I was looking at their stats, and I mean, Gigi Sapuku is probably the lowest out of the three, and he got partnered literally six days applied the first time. He got it in six days, and his average. Barely hit 75. Barely. And every time I look at, at you, it. you're over 100. Like, Yeah. And, I, and then the second person in that list is Joe Tendo. And he's a pretty cool guy. Yeah. He, uh, he struggled to get partnered, too. He, um, I think it's at least a few times, I'd imagine. His numbers are slightly above the required partner, I'd say. It, well, when I was last looking, it was like 80 to 90 or something like that. Which is good for him. You know, he's, doing, he's doing variety, too, of Nintendo games. So that's cool. And then, of course, uh, Emily, which is Taranjo's Soja, she, her numbers are amazing. I mean, in general, she's, she does Mario World and Mario Maker. Yep. She literally, she, she struggled World. to get partnered, too. Yeah, I know, she was uh, doing that, and uh, pretty cool, actually. But I was looking at the numbers, and I'm, I'm ranked slightly higher, but I mostly focus on Mario Maker, so I don't get it. I mean, I know people who... I mean, like Gigi Sapuku, he only plays Mario Maker, and he barely hit the 75 average. Got partner in six days, so unless it's a region-based thing only, because he's in Japan, I have no idea. I've literally doubled the numbers of the average on lately you see now, rank? within the last few, couple weeks. Yeah, I see the rank. That's what about insane. It? That's, uh -huh. that's insane. That's crazy. It goes to show how many uh, streamers are actually, you know, part of that ranking system. So, like, 100 people is probably, like, top 15,000 or something like that. Maybe top 16, 17,000, whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, my numbers are fa <laughs> just fantastic. Is this our soul link? So, Did you, you... Yeah, it's our soul link. 30 too. hours? That's crazy. I feel like it was I know, it took us 30 hours to complete that. But it didn't feel as long as it actually took, apparently. And I don't know where the 35 hours comes into Ocarina of Time, because I... Unless it was, like, the first time... I must have put Ocarina of Time first, and then started doing retro, because where everyone, you know, lands right, at. I think... So that's where all that time goes into, is literally mostly Ocarina of Time and A Link to the Past randomizers. And I do crowd controls, too, so there's yeah. that. Well, I used to, but I'm kind of focusing on those partner numbers. Did you see that there's a crowd control for, like, the OG, like, Pokemon Red and Blue? I did see that. I was considering doing I you, it. I think you could do point. that. I think that would be really entertaining. Milith would always be there, and he would ruin my day. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I mostly stream Mario Maker 2, and I was doing weekly crowd controls or Zelda randomizers with crowd controls. So right now I'm just focusing on that Mario Maker 2. And your average is 134 right now. Yeah. And that's all. That's uh, organic. I mean, that's that. I believe this site. Yeah, I believe this site uh, actually takes an account of uh, removing hosts and race. Right. If yeah. I'm correctly. Yeah. Because my current average on Twitch, because it doesn't remove that, I they don't. I don't know why they don't have the technology to do that, but or at least they don't program it that that way. But 
I have like 145 at last I checked. That's with hosts and raids total. Yeah. Oh. It's crazy, man. Yeah. Dude, speaking of uh, raids and hosts and all that, Raisefire, I'm sure you know who he is. Yeah. He, uh, <laughs> he raided me a few, about a week ago. And he was looking for people to raid. I was just, I like to, you know, the big streamers, I'd like to see why they raid me, you yeah, know? Yeah, for sure. Curious. He's like, oh, dude, this guy's pretty cool. And he's like, oh, he's trying to get partner. Let's go help him out with that. I'm like, oh, that was really sweet of him. Nice. He didn't have to do that. He's already, he's raided me four times now. God damn. Although, to be fair, two of them were for don uh, charity, so. Yeah. Oh, uh, when you're doing the society stuff? Yeah, he raided me once through the first society one, and then like the third or fourth one I was in, he raided me again for charity. Cool. So yeah, it's pretty cool to know that the big guys are at least looking at it. So, and as soon as we get, as soon as I get partner mailers, we're gonna fucking do another Pokemon. All right. Sounds good, man. I I've been kind of be, waiting on it. It might even just be better for YouTube, like, um, because we can YouTube that way you can cut out the that. grinding parts. That's true. You know, because that's always really boring, and it, it kind of hinders the run because you don't want to grind as much, but... I had, like, know. a highlight video, but mostly focusing on, like, the storyline, in a way. Right. Focusing it be a on lot of work, stuff. but... It would take a lot of work, because considering my uh, YouTube is blowing up because of all my editing skills are just improving, but we also got to find the time of the day to actually record shit, too, so... I might have to take my one of my days off on... Uh, one of my days of my stream to actually focus on YouTube content at some point. I don't know if I'm going to do that, but considering you, uh, Twitch is like, eh, no partner for you, and YouTube's like, hey, algorithm is starting to notice, uh, notice you. You're at 860 subs or something like that. I'm like, oh, damn. All right. You, but I, that one day. I think uh, Tuesday, YouTube Tuesday. <laughs> I like that. It'd probably be the YouTube Thursday, actually, because Tuesdays are my family days in, the, in a way gets me a day off and i gotta do things with them so yeah it'd be like youtube thursday or something like that yeah i would prefer to stream it on twitch with you but you know yeah i'm kind of like worried about that partner stuff and you know the weirdest thing about the partner every time you reapply or every time yeah every time you apply slash reapply they want you to write a new summary of, of like what your stream is about because everything is case by case basis and basically what that means is pretty sure if if someone new looking at your profile was like hey what is your stream all about so i put these like really long essay formatted like what my mission is what i'm about and every time you get denied it's like why am i wasting my time oh that hurts did they even bother reading it that hurts so, man the next the next uh i've been denied four times the next one i'm gonna do is i'm just gonna just do the bare minimum summary and if i get accepted i'm gonna be so pissed <laughs> or what if you did like a contest for your viewers and had them write it? That'd be interesting. Because they would be able to, I, I, at least for me personally, I, I can never boast myself properly. I'm always going to cut myself short. But somebody else from the outside would be able to embellish on that, you know? Yeah. And Honestly, it goes a long way. Uh, well, I mean, if someone notices it, it will go a long way. But if, if they don't give a rat's ass, they, they ain't going to go nowhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I like to people when people are modest. I mean, Z7, I'm sure you know who he is. He yeah. literally is always modest. He's actually under modest in a way where he will cut himself more so than he calls himself a bad player. 
Let's put it that way. Yeah, he's almost annoying with it because he's god tier. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I recognize him as probably the best precision player in the entire world because he does yeah. his, he's so talented when it comes to that precision. I, I imagine he plays on, like, a projector, like, and he just has this giant screen where he can see each pixel. Oh, that's actually, that that would be, like, a god-tier play. <laughs> imagine if that was his actual intent. Be like, oh, yeah, you know, I can see that pixel. <laughs> oh, God. But you got to realize he's a talented precision player in general, which also boosts his uh, speedrun capacity. So when he, when you see an expert level with his record on it, People immediately assume it's optimized, and I look. No, yeah. you can take that pretty easily, but it's it's semi-optimized already because he just holds right. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, I mean, when you see that name, you're just like, all right, you're already scared of it. <laughs> you got it. Like my name, people were so afraid of. I'm like, dude, it's probably an endless record. I don't even care about speedrunning as much anymore. I like it, but I don't like to get competitive because I get really nasty. It's nice when you get that little. Uh, alert tone for the world record or first clear. Oh yeah, that dude, that, that that sound effect is so good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Back on the Z7 subject, real quick though. I mean, yeah. Whenever I see his name, I'm like, eh, unless it's like a team precision level, I don't see even possibly optimize at all. Because I I've taken them pretty easily before. I mean, that's yeah. because I'm a speedrunner, so I know what's possible, what isn't. So his precision records though can be pretty tough sometimes. Yeah. What I remember, you got into a world record fight with somebody. Was it Panga? <laughs> fight? I not with Panga, dude. No. Me and him uh, what do you mean by exactly by fight though? Just just taking world record back and forth with another uh, player. Oh, I mean, Panga has taken my records before, but he doesn't target me for that. You know, two records per person. So I mean, I oh, actually, we did have a fight on defenders level. Oh yeah. It was it wasn't really much of a fight. He kind he just get, let it happen, but I had a decent record on defenders the Australian Red Star level, Astrophasia or something like that. Okay. Anyways, yeah, anyways, that level I had like a 136 and he did a YouTube video or something like that and he streamed it. He got a 133, I think. So I went back and I found some other speedrun techniques that he didn't you you know utilize. I think yeah. I got like a one thirty something. So I beat it by like three seconds, and uh, that's actually kind of funny story because I beat it by three seconds. The next day, he was looking. He was taking all the troll records because he was on this like troll spree. He still kind of is on certain creators. He's doing King Bling stuff now, but on defenders, he was taking all like defenders and someone else's, and he was looking through the list and. He's like, wait a minute, I'm missing one. Then he goes back through his playlist and he sees my name on there. I'm like, oh, he took it back, huh? You know what? He's streaming right now. I'm going to go host him. And he literally hosted me the same day. Nice. I was like, wow, some recognition. And he just has respect, you know? Yeah. I only took awesome. it back because he took it from me, to be completely fair. Hey, listeners. So, funny story. Uh, during editing, I came to a part where I could not bridge two pieces of our conversation together. Uh, so I just threw in a fake ad, uh, not sponsored, just something that I bought recently that I thought I would share with you guys and let you know about. I uh, hope you enjoy it. Are you tired of having sweaty palms? Rubbing your hands on your pants to keep your hands dry? Are you even wearing pants? Check out GamerGooey.com. They've got an anti-sweat solution 
Just a pea-sized drop of this lotion will keep your hands dry for about four hours and plenty of great scents to choose from, including peppermint, cinnamon, cherry blossom, and my favorite, teakwood. Gamergoo.com, check them out. At some point, I gotta make a mailless uh, mailman level, but you know, because you're getting back into Mario Maker. Um, I don't, I don't know if I'm getting back into. It. I'm playing it more. I like the game. You are. It's uh, I'm enjoying watching you uh, play Expert Endless and realize how garbage it is. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of garbage. I I yeah, do dude. think I have particularly bad luck though. You do. When <laughs> I'm watching you play Expert Endless, you're getting these like extra hard bullshit levels that you shouldn't be getting. And I don't get that much. Yeah. When I play, you're basically getting almost super expert levels from time to time. Well, I wonder if that has something yeah. to do with... I think it does keep some kind of algorithm. So I feel like um, like Carl Sagan, if he does Endless, he's going to get a lot of troll levels. I don't get a lot of oh. troll levels because I skip them. And I feel huh. like from your super expert records, you skip a lot of the harder levels so you can keep your lives and gain lives. When I'm also potentially getting easier levels to make up the balance. Exactly. I was wondering why I get so many easy levels sometimes. I think that, I, I don't know. I don't know how they could actually keep track of it and how they would be able to log that, but. Maybe you're just Maybe. skipping like lower percent levels and they have to eventually balance you to a 3% level. Eventually. Yeah, and well, most of my stuff has always been no skip, so. Like, I've never actually, like, run ran through and skipped levels. I've skipped complete trash levels occasionally. Just, just waste your time, basically. But even, like, complete garbage levels, I'll play them usually. For there, There is something appealing about, like, okay, what did this person do? Like, what is this level? You know? Right. What, what, is, what made them, what compelled them to make this level? And why did the human be being make this level? Yeah. <laughs> that's why I like to play Super Expert Malus. I think you figured out the psychology of uh, Mario Maker. I took a minor in psychology, and I don't regret it. It's uh, literally why I play Mario Maker, I guess, because I just love to see why creators make the garbage that they do. You have to become the garbage. <laughs> to understand, understand the garbage. The garbage. <laughs> Dude, it's made my YouTube blow up just so I picked all the hard stupid annoying little timmy garbage levels and it's like why did they make this why what compelled them to make this and then it felt like two levels at once sometimes it's like okay so maybe they stopped for the day and then they just made this you could have just stopped at the beginning you know <laughs> could just stop there but no it had to continue yeah it's it's terrible <laughs> there's there's some real trash out there but <laughs> hey you know sometimes it is entertaining it is entertaining. That's the main reason to play Mario Maker. A lot of uh, my viewers have asked recently if they should get Mario Maker because uh, I guess a lot of my viewers don't even have Mario Maker. I mean, is that, that kind of like makes a, sense. So. Is that a meme going around lately? I feel like a lot of people have been like asking that same question in a lot of streams. Well, I thought it was like a generic re repeat of a message, but it's been honest people asking why they should get it. And they go like, oh, okay, thanks. I guess I'll I'll consider it or I'll get it, you know. From what I've seen is that somebody asks the question and then I never see them again in chat. <laughs> <laughs> really? Huh. But like it's it stirs up a conversation with other people and they start like, no, Mario Odyssey's way better and like, you know, however Interesting, it goes. But... I usually have the conversation with the same viewer if they ask about it. So Interesting. Huh. The only meme I've seen in chat lately or in Twitch Mario Maker streams. 
like a man of steel kind of meme in a way. It's just mm. one person in particular that always comes into people's streams and goes, I was just wondering, is this live or a repeat? Yeah, that's you always seen that? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I banned the dude immediately. I, really? I did not, yeah, I banned oh, him because I've one. seen him do it in every single other stream and it annoys me. <laughs> like literally just copy pasta at the same dude, same name. Um, dude. I do have a really serious question. What's up? Have you ever not actually hydrated when somebody claimed the points? That's a very interesting question, and I'm a very honest person. Yes, I have hydrated every single time. Wow. Honor system. That's crazy. I wouldn't yeah, believe it. I, I always have water, and if I don't have water, I will go and get some, go and be right back to get some. I drink purified water. Actually, people are wondering. I, I drink Kirkland purified water that we get from Walmart. Uh, well, okay. not Walmart, sorry, Costco. We also go to Walmart, too, but we get the Costco, like, 40-pack for, like, I don't know, four or five bucks, pretty pretty decent. And honestly, this stuff is I can't go back to tap. I really can't. I, I know yeah, I... you could you could drink it, but there's just so much calcium and and fluoride in there. It's ridiculous. Yeah, ever since I had like bottled water or just filtered water, like I can't even imagine drinking anything from the tap. That's right. I know oh. tap. I had tap actually like half a year to a year ago just for the hell of it. Just, you know, because I was out of a bottle, bottle of water yeah. going the next day. I'm like, I was like, oh, God, this is just <laughs> awful. I ne- why? Why, why? Why is this even legal? But it, it's better. I can't complain too much because I know in other countries they don't get that. So right. I can't officially complain about it. I could I could bitch about it, but I can't really <laughs> truly complain about it because I know it's worse than other places. So. Anyways, that being said, yeah, I've mm-hmm. always drank water, always. Whenever someone hydrates. However, if it does get spammed, which I Twitch has got that cooldown stuff now, so right. back then when it was spammed, I told them, if you spammed it literally right after the other one, I'm not going to honor it. I, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> but it also says in the description too, back then, if you spam it, I ain't going to honor it. So, But now there's a cooldown on it, I've always honored it. So you're a Trekkie, but are you a Trekkie or just the, like, one, I was watched it Next Generation? Uh, Next Generations. I've watched Voyager, Next Generations, Deep Space Nine. Uh, I tried to watch that newer one. I can't even remember what it's called anymore. God. I've watched the first season of the newest one that came out. The second season didn't really interest me all that much. I love Star Trek. I, I really do. I think Star Trek is a very good sci-fi show. And I, think I do too. It could be realistic at some point in terms of warp drive, if we can even figure the hell out of it. Uh, I've, already, I've already talked about this, but in order to make warp drive even work, we need to all come together and not worry about money because it's going to be a trillion, quadrillion dollar project to even fund that kind of stuff. And if it blows mm-hmm. up and fails... No one's going to want to try it again, ever. That's too much money down the drain. But I hope one day we can get to space, because otherwise the sun's going to turn to a red giant and kill us all. You mean, like, live, like, live and inhabit space? Because we're we're in space. We've made it to space. I mean, like, actually build spaceships (laughs) and get to another Class M, I believe is what the term is called. Class M is a habitable habitable human planet. Yeah. So, 
it's only a matter of time, and the sad thing to say is we only live to die. So as depressing as it is, it's the truth. So did you just quote Tupac? Maybe. <laughs> How about uh, rain or snow? I love the rain. It, it's calming to me. Uh, snow for visual aspects is great for calming the soul. Rain yeah. on like the roof or something, but also feeling it. If, as long as it's not like a monsoon, but like a sprinkle to a regular pour. It's nice. It's, yeah. It feels nice. Also, the, the humidity in the air is just much better, for sure. I just don't like the mosquitoes afterwards. Yes, that's the only bad thing, really, that comes with it. True. That, that, I mean, And I like the worms summer. that come out of the ground. And that's never really bothered me, but yeah, I could see that being an Like, issue. the next day when you're, like, walking through a parking lot and there's just dead worms or... Oh, I didn't think about... I was thinking about, like, yeah, that makes sense. I was thinking more like... Uh, worms be more proactive, but that makes sense too. Yeah, I, I've always been a fan of bugs. I don't think a lot of people know that. Really? Yeah, my. Uh, I don't think we can be friends anymore. What? No, I mean not like spiders, but like you know, innocent <laughs> bugs, like pill bugs or potato bugs or beetles or something like that. Although oh, dung beetles bugs. are kind of weird. So. So you know what's annoying about pill bugs, and what I don't that? know that that's their actual name or anything, but when I was a kid. They, my friends, like up the street, called them roly polies. That's pretty accurate. And, like, I, I had to refer to it as an adult at some point. I was like, I don't know what that bug's actually called, and I can't say roly poly. Like, like I was talking with like coworkers, and there was like, I, I don't know why I was referencing it, but I was like, they were actually know, called like armadillo bugs. They basically, well, they basically are too. But no, the uh, the ones that can roll up into balls are called pill bugs, and the ones that can't roll up to balls that look like more fat and wide are potato bugs. Interesting. That's just a general name for it. There's also another one that's actually really gross. Uh, they're called... Um, God, what are they called? They're like the white versions of them. Uh, they, they feed on, I believe, potatoes and... What's the other thing's called? Sounds like me. They... <laughs> Potatoes and I'm trying to think of the sweet potatoes uh, as well. Potatoes okay. and sweet potatoes in general, just the, those two variety, I believe, and yams and yams and yams as well. They like to Makes feed sense. on those. We, uh, when I was working at the store when, before I quit my job to go full time streaming back in May last year, we had a uh, batch of yams, I think it was, and they came in full of these white potato bug looking things. No, and these things just feed off of like rotten. Vegetables, basically. Yeah. Yeah, and they were all over the thing. I'm like, well, they look like p- potato bugs, and I looked them up. Like, ooh, they're they're part of the same family, but they just feed on rotten stuff. Like the uh, pill bugs and potato bugs, like uh, to feed on wet bark in general to be almost like a rotten form of it, because it makes sense in their family. But yeah, no. Wow. Back on the subject of like me liking bugs, especially as a kid, potato bugs and pill bugs were my favorite. Basically, I did a whole report on it. Back like third grade, it was really cool, and the the idea is they're very harmless. I mean, you know, sure. Uh, the pill bugs are the most interesting ones because they their self defense mechanism is to just roll up into a ball, as you can right. probably imagine based on the name and their look alone. Yeah, they're kind of like uh, those tardigrades. Yeah, I I get the impression they're just like bigger. Yeah, but um, but other than earwigs? that, I don't. I'm... Dude, earwigs, earwigs suck. They just yeah. Kill them. Termites suck. Kill them. Uh, yeah. 
certain spiders are okay. Uh, they uh, certain ones that actually kill the things that you don't like in general, like earwigs and such. You sure. leave those ones alone. Orgleaver spiders are really cool, but they're scary in terms of like their look. Uh, they like to make really cool webs, but they're very scary looking. There's some really nasty spiders out there. I tend generally kill most spiders, just in general, especially the hobo one, which they're called hobo because they hitched a ride from EU over to the Americas. <laughs> That's why they're really? called hobo spiders, apparently. Yeah. You like praying mantis. Oh, dude, those are they're very cool, but I don't mess with them. They're really cool, and they're very... I, they're I like agree the with all alive. of that. Yeah, they're, they're like the smartest bug alive. Just don't mess with them. Just don't. On the subject of bugs, and it kind of goes into that, uh, like, frogs? They they eat bugs, obviously, but I've yeah. always been a big fan of frogs. Uh, but when it comes down to... Uh, yeah, I mean, just general is it, frogs. Is it true that they give you warts? It depends. I mean, is it a toad or is it a frog? I don't know. <laughs> I... Either? Know that some frogs in the tropical rainforest are very poisonous. I may like the look of frogs, but they kind of grossed me out, too. Yeah. So, like, when I was younger, I, I thought the frogs were really cool. But then I found out about warts, and I found out about the uh, the poisonous one, whatever the red. Yes, that one. Whatever, whatever it is. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then I was like, no, you know what? Frogs aren't cool anymore. Yeah, I mean, the, the generic ones are cool. Anything other than that? Not cool. Yeah, their cousins <laughs> are not cool, basically. Oh, and they always pee on you. That is true. Kind of reminds so, me of um. Yeah. Like when I just like thought it was like oh it's wet or something like whatever, but then somebody's like no it's peeing on you. I was like all right no I'm done no more frogs. Kind of reminds me of grasshoppers in their spit because they always have it. Yeah, you know you don't you know grasshoppers have that like that soy sauce looking spit right? You've no, never... I didn't. Really. No. You've... Oh God! <laughs> Never hold a grasshopper in your or a cricket in your your hand when you like close it. Like, are you catching something? Because right. you'll open it up and you'll see like this tan-looking, gross stuff on you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, they're also kind of scratch that off the list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of gross bugs out there, but the only ones that bother me are the poisonous ones and the deadly ones, the ones that are actually like hostile. Have you ever seen a centipede or a millipede? Yes. Um, I can't remember. Wait, is it one of one of them? Like centipedes are harmless, but millipedes will kill you, or millipedes it's the other are way the around. Bad one. Centipedes are basically harmless. They're like the Danny long legs of of the uh, milli- of the pede family. Those are deadly too. They just can't. Their fangs can't pierce our skin or something. Yes, that's kind of like the same factor, except they're not generally hostile in a way. I guess I had one time as a kid. I think in my early teens, I had a ladybug actually land inside of my ear. Like, you know, like, mm. you know, flew into yeah. the ear. And I was struggling to get it out of there. It was the worst thing ever. Yeah, what also, do you even do? Your ear, you hear all that, you know, pitter-patter trying to get out. It's like, get it out of there. That would scar me for life. I bet. <laughs> I'm just thinking, like, silence of the lambs. Like, do you still hear the pitter-patter? <laughs> <laughs> right? You know that myth slash slash uh, fact about when you're sleeping, you eat at least like two spiders. Yeah, I can't think about that. I don't want. I think it's true and false at the same time. I feel like it depends on your area, but it also yeah. holds some truth into it. Yeah. So. Next topic. <laughs> you're like, I'm done. See you later. <laughs> no, no more. Thanks. No, I like just that and like the the peanut butter. I just don't want to know. Just don't tell me. 
Okay, I won't say anything then. <laughs> but let me hold on to not knowing some things. Yeah, just want to remain pure. I mean, not no knowledge is power, right? So. Yes, it, but I think you trade power for happiness. True. I, I agree with that, that. I think those are perfectly in balance, where the more powerful you are, the less happy. And True in most ways, yeah. Um... We got about like ten minutes left. Is there anything besides bugs that you want to talk about? Besides bugs. <laughs> well, first of all, before we do that, so clearly, like watching you play Mario Maker, it's obvious to me as a viewer, and I'm sure your other viewers, that you are at least part robot. <laughs> Let's put it this way. I mean, robot aside, my. Actual talent from muscle memory literally stems from I I think it's not even how do you put this? I'm not even thinking when I do it. Okay. Like a robot. Robots don't think so either, in a way Roy. like shut up. Uh <laughs> basically it, it's like a form of ultra instinct. Like it's, programming? It's shut up. Stop telling the viewers what they want to hear. <laughs> Basically, you keep doing the same thing, you're going to eventually get to the point where you're going to just subconsciously do it. Right. But if you think at all during the thing, your combo of inputs just gets halted because now you just put a process that requires actual brain power instead of right an automatic program running behind the scenes. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. Especially, like, the harder, like, Kaizo levels where it's, like, immediate stuff. I get to the point where I can start talking and play is good at the same time. I'm sure you probably have seen that. Yeah, it's It's all in the point I just give up trying to think about when I should throw a shell. It's just muscle memory taken over, finally. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's just... just... it's, It's like that, but, like, a talent that I have, I literally can pick up pretty much any game and even speed run it like even my zelda runs have been amazing they just get better and better because i'm learning new tech and i i can talk or at least try to comment do commentary during the tech that i do because i'm just getting you better have a hard day. time with that like even playing pokemon i'll stop looking at chat because i'm like no i'm focused there's a hyper focus <laughs> thing too like i know that when i focus on non-kaizo levels because shells frame timing techniques require subconscious at some point yeah but when it goes like hard garbage hard platformers precision levels speed runs uh i hyper focus now lately because i just want to get the damn clear and i want to stop dying yeah there was literally one weird new soup like kaizo speed run in a way with blue platforming, it's like a combo in a sense. I kept dying to one stupid thing. I said, okay, I'm going to shut the fuck up and just clear this level. Literally, next life, clear the damn level. Yeah. I would, I was just tired of dying on the stupid same part. Like, I hate this jump so much, man. I just need to shut up and just do it. Oh. But- that is another, like, like mm-hmm. sweet balance, like, trying to find the part where you're really good at the game and entertaining. Like, it's almost a give and take there. Like, just you, the, knowing the interaction in a game, like, having the knowledge can help you clear or play better in general because you 
already know what's going to happen. Right. Like, there are times where I do a jump, and I didn't see a ceiling, and I'm holding right still, but I know I need to hold uh, press left at some point to not fall over. But since I hit that ceiling, I'm already pressing left, and it's ruined my momentum, and I just die. I hate it when people put low ceilings in their levels. I hate it. Yeah, it's frustrating. Like, any, any kind of blind, like... Blind stuff, blind jumps, uh, putting things in, in the player's way when you're trying to make them look at something else, and then you have a low ceiling that bonks you, and you're like, really? I'm yeah. so focused on trying to read your damn level, you're just going to put a low ceiling for artificial difficulty? Thanks. I, I totally it. get it, though. Like, that um, Zelda level that I made, oh, it's like a 40-second speed run, I think. But I watched you play it. I didn't notice that there, it was like a blind drop. Like, I, I drew out this map, and I was like, okay, you go up, and then you go down, and you go over here, and it just made sense to me. And then I was watching you play, and you're like, really, a blind drop? Like, I was like, oh, sh wow. And I, and I added an arrow there. Yeah, I'm glad. I mean, I think that's just a make-it-or-advantage thing. You just don't notice it, so it never really... Like if you when you when you play test a level or at least when you build your own level, you always want to play the level as if you're a blind player. Yeah, the best you can. Yeah, it's really drop? hard to forget some stuff that you know. That's exactly. why it's really nice having Twitch where you can check out somebody doing viewer levels, drop it in, and see how they do. Exactly. Even my levels, despite being totally about level design, I literally have to have people play test it because I'm not perfect. <gasps> I, I know, right? Imagine. <laughs> I I don't struggle with the issue of blind drops or anything like that because I know better. But like when it comes down to like how fast can someone clear versus how slow can someone clear, you know? Yeah. And I, I'm so damn fast, I miss the slow ones a lot of the time. So it's like yep. I have to send it to other people to see if something is mistimed or not, you know? Yeah, timing yeah. is always an issue. And then like... um enemies spawning in like if you're slower coming to the screen then right. it's going to spawn differently tracks and all that other stuff too i mean you have yeah nobody is perfect not even bufflin you know he, uh, he uh, his him. levels are pretty perfect though uh i mean it's a 50 50 shot at when i get one on super expert if i boo it or not they're always like <laughs> very user friendly i feel like uh not always I can confirm from experience that he does make a lot of good levels, but there are some of his newer ones, at least the Maybe ones we use. Maybe just the cream rising to the top effect. I I think that I definitely not played all of his levels. So the newer ones are the ones that suffer from the blind stuff that he has in his levels, because I think he was trying really? to like, rush. Pretty sure he was rushing these levels. Hmm. I don't know if he was making a super world or not, but these levels felt rushed. So interesting. Literally, the first three levels I got from Bufflin and Super Expert were, like, very god-tier, amazing, top-of-the-ladder, you-couldn't-get-it-anywhere-else kind of levels. Got my, like... Then yeah. the fourth level was, like, what is this garbage? It was an auto-scroller that felt super unfair for blind users. It was a mm. 3D World one, and the auto-scroll was, like, medium or fast. And as a player playing it blind, and I know my skill level, and... I just felt like I had the pause buffer to even understand what was going on because it was happening all too fast. That's in you your know? your super expert. Like, what are you six thousand now? Six thousand and thirty clears now since yesterday. Yeah. Is that in those? Uh, in that run? It was in that like run. You have yeah. To be more careful. 
I think that'll, that'll well, skew it doesn't, your mindset here's a bit. Thing. Actually, here's the thing, Malus. When it comes to buff on levels, especially on my high lives, I just don't play as protective. Right. In general. But, like, even if I do play protective, I, if it's an auto scroll like Kaizo, like he likes to make auto scrollers or something like that, you have to play not protective, anyways. Right. You have to. Like, it's just in general. And most of the time, if I'm about to boot a level, especially from a big creator, I'll try to go back into the level out of endless just to confirm what I saw. And about. 90% of the time, it is true what I saw, but there are some times I misread something, you know, I'll go back and double-check and double-take, but... Uh, speaking of blindness, I don't think there's anything really usable from our first thing, so did you want to talk about your eye condition again? Sure, we can talk about that. Um, some people know, but I actually have a few problems with my eyes. Uh, number one, I can't use my left eye because of the eye doctor laser sur- surgery injury basically six years old had laser eye surgery against my will in a way because i was a kid didn't know any better right doctor cut my retina on the left side of my eye and won't admit to it and i can't use my left eye anymore other than like a very darkness version when i close my right eye i can barely see anything number two i have a eye disease called morning glory syndrome and it's worse than my left eye so thank god it's i can see out of my right eye instead but basically, it's a giant hole in both of my eyes, and the one on the left is so bit massive. When I close my eye, not only do I see darkness, but I can't see anything in the middle of my eye at all on the left side. On my right eye, I have a hard time focusing in the middle of anything. I can't see the hole as bad as I can see it in my left eye, but it's there, and it's caused an issue in playing games. But I've been playing games since I was one and a half, so I think... The natural talent and the experience that comes with it has kind of made my eyesight problem kind of uh, less of a disadvantage. But basically, I, I, despite what you know about me, or for anyone, I have eye problems. I always have. And I struggle with certain things, especially precision, and that's why I don't like to play it. When you mentioned that like, you have the darkness in the middle of your eye... So, like, whatever you're focusing at... No, 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 no. It's darkness on, around my eye, on my left eye. So, I could, like, it's like a contrast all the way down to the lowest brightness. Like, right. I can barely see anything out of it. If, it has, if it's a... If there's, like, light in the room, I can, it helps a bit. But it's the middle of the eye that has the hole, which means I cannot see anything in the middle of my eye. Right. I can well, see I was around wondering, because, like, I, f- I, I think that you're very good at playing levels, quote-unquote, blind. But I think part of that is that you're way more observant of, like, the area around Mario. When I'm playing Mario, I'm looking at Mario and what's in that immediate vicinity. Yeah, I never look at my character unless... You're kind of unable to do that, and you you get the whole picture around him, right? Is that accurate? It's like playing Smash Bros. You're not supposed to look at your character. You're supposed to look at your opponent, basically, in a way, to, you know, react in time. I never look at Luigi unless I have to. Especially yeah. for precision or if I'm doing a specific speed run tech or something like that. Like, yeah. I, I, if, even if I look at Luigi or whoever I'm playing with, because I have that card now that changes my character, I just don't really see much of him. Especially since, number three, I have dark green slash green color blindness. So oh. I can see some green, but if it's the darker it gets, the more it turns black to me in general. 
And that's, that's why I play, like played Luigi because he's got a greenish tint that looks more grayish to me, and I don't have to look at him. <laughs> but the moment you put in freaking Toadette in there, which is my worst character, it actually kind of distracts me because I'm seeing this random pink character that's just not in a good like. How do you put it? It's better to see something that's gray and black than it is to see something that's actually colorful because you don't have to worry about like the brightness affecting your environment, I guess. I don't really know how to explain it. That makes sense. But people yeah, like even Toadette just like the brightness Toadette, level of it. Like Toadette is brighter than the other characters. So. It, she really is compared to all the other ones to me. Even Mario's like a dark reddish. I mean, even Toad Toad's my second best character, I would say. He's got a dark blue to me, so it doesn't like really toad. bother me. I always try to be Toad. I know. I know. Remember from our Versus days? I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> you like to be Toad all the time whenever you could. But yeah, I mean, color and my eyes, they all have problems. But when it comes down to it, I'm, I'm definitely handicapped. As people would probably... I mean, they don't see it because obviously I hardly talk about it. But if I wasn't handicapped, maybe I would be as good as the Beast. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Honestly, I mean, yeah, you probably would. Or you might be worse. Um, like, Because, like I said, it, it might be a huge advantage for you being able to see, like, the whole screen instead of being locked into that character. Well, I mean, I see around my character, and I don't think I see the whole screen in general, Malus. It's like, I still suffer from player narrow-mindedness because I have sure. to, like, follow the landscape of a level. If it goes up and around and to the right and down... And they have no indicators of a blind drop, but like the crater will go, oh, it's not blind because you can see it beforehand. No, it still is blind because most 99% of the players You're will not, not looking be looking there. past it. Yeah. yeah. It's still considered blind, but it's not blind if the 1% is looking to the right. <laughs> so if it's yeah, majority sure. rules, you have to follow the, it's still a blind drop, even though you have no indicators and it's on the right hand side, you can see it. But yeah, I still suffer from narrow-mindedness, for sure. Um, I, I think a lot of people first seeing somebody stream on Twitch think it's a very appealing job, you know, playing video games, earning money. You Don't know, what's it. the big deal? <laughs> um, Don't do it. Unless yeah, you're word of caution ready to or like, what's, what's the biggest struggle with it? Yeah, okay, uh, let me start with the opening, which is just, don't do it unless you're willing to fully commit to it at some point. If you are passionate enough about this kind of aspect of a job, it's an entertainment field. If you have no capacity for entertainment or are not entertaining enough, you're not going to gain enough traction, which is the quote-unquote luck side of things, but it's actually a personality trait that you've been born with. You can also turn it into a thing that's real. You can try to be entertaining. But people will notice if you're trying too hard, too. So the more natural yeah. you are at entertainment, the higher chance you succeed at Twitch in general. But there is a, a kind of like a, how do you put it, a balancing system. There's skill versus entertainment. If someone's like yeah, extremely fine. more entertain, entertaining, they don't need the skill. They don't. Right. They're, don't they're just, they don't need it. You can but if suck you have at the game skill, and yeah. somebody <laughs> will watch you for hours struggling at it. Now... One of my favorite streamers is Infinite Jump Slash, and he's more on the entertainment value than the skill value, but he is getting better at the game. He can do Kaizo now, so there's that. And that's always, but if I, you do have a big personality, you can always get better at the game, but it's really hard to work on your personality. That's what I was getting at. So on the entertainment side, you, you're a god-tiered streamer at that point. But if you're a high-skill uh, player, 
and you have no entertainment value, you're either really quiet or you just don't have a good personality on the humor right. that people need in general. You can always work on that, but you, it's harder to understand entertainment value than it is to understand skill level because eventually you can get good no matter what, like you said. But yeah. the entertainment has to be kind of a natural thing or a very research heavy study thing in a way. And to finish up the whole question that you had before, if you're going to get into streaming, it costs money. If you want a quality stream, if you have the potential to be an entertainer, I have, I mean, the best way to do it is you have to have the money to get a good microphone. You have to have the money to get at least another monitor. You need to minimum three is recommended. I don't even have three yet, but you also need to understand your settings on OBS slobs, stream elements, etc. You need to understand them. Uh, slobs is a good way to start, but you're eventually going to be moving to OBS. I would imagine OBS studio because that has a lot more options to become a good streamer because it has more quality of life stuff that you have to work into. It's not given out to you for free like slobs does, but slobs is, is blocked by Streamlabs, uh, Streamlabs OBS, sorry, is blocked by what you can do into it. You can get all these like free things, but eventually if you want to like get more quality things you have to move back to obs so it's all about money to get the equipment that you need and you got to focus on quality at, at minimum 480p minimum you cannot go under that because i as a person who loves quality i can't really watch anything on 360 or lower i mean 360 is possible but you're going to lose a lot of viewers yeah and my last tip for being a streamer especially on twitch is you're not going to get encoding all that often, transcoding, sorry. What that means is you're not going to get anything other than your source. So I would highly recommend having your stream set to 480p anyways until you're affiliate and get the chance for the options to get, you know, 160 and higher. Because yeah. a lot of Twitch viewers love to watch it on 160p just for the uh, the minimum aspect, especially if you're playing Mario Maker. It's retro, so it doesn't really affect it as much as, like, saying... Dark Souls, because that would look really ugly. Mm -hmm. uh, there's an audio-only function, but people still like to see a picture in general. You need that transcoding. If you're an affiliate, you need it. You need to keep restarting your stream until you get it. I recognize that I was losing a lot of viewers when I didn't have transcoding. And ever since I've always made it available on my platform, I kept restarting my stream until I got it. I made sure the quality was there. And it shows. It literally, the numbers started coming up. People were able to start watching the stream because their, their shitty internet was working on this quote-unquote shitty platform because, I mean, the video player on Twitch is awful compared to YouTube. But So, quality. You want a quality stream. Number two, you want to be honest with yourself. You cannot be a fake person. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't even start it. If you have to eventually come out that you were fake, you're going to lose a lot of people. And they're not going to trust you anymore, probably. Sure. Quality, honesty. That's the two things you need. So last question before we wrap things up. Was there ever a second place or a tie between your username and maybe another name that you were thinking of? Nope. I've used this username since I was 11 years old. I uh, was playing Final Fantasy XI. I had to put in a username. And uh, I love Roy from Fire Emblem. And I literally love him from Melee from uh, you know Smash. And it was taken. And lo and behold, Roy was taken. Can you imagine? 
So I closed my eyes, face rolled on the keyboard a little bit, but in reality, I just pressed two buttons. Yeah. I, R&U came to mind, and it was catchy enough, and I used it ever since I was 11 years old, or 16 years ago, almost 17 years ago. Final Fantasy XI, when I was 11 years old. It's kind of a Crazy. dorky, lame story, but... I mean, you know, it's a name I've ever... Does anybody seen. ever call you, like, Roy R.U.? Very rarely, I'll get it. Very rarely. <laughs> I'm mostly uh, in a joke, though, because... Roy, yeah. are you serious? Was that literally all planned? I just came up with it now. But... <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, my name works in many different ways, though. People call me Roy Rude when I'm being rude, which is <laughs> kind of a rare thing anyways. That's People great. People will, will call no. me... um. Boy, Roo, uh, Mona. I always want to say Roy Boy. You know, Roy Boy. I never do. I've been called that actually from Mona, the same streamer who calls me Boy Roo. I mean, you can use you can use my username with anything really. Cheese Roo, uh, just just in general, like those just re- replace everything Roy, with Roo at the end. Roo? I know, dude. When I, when I was coming up with that name, I was like thinking about it for the longest time. I'm like, how can I make this name actually just stick for you know forever? And there you go, the Roy Rose of all time. Just kind of clicks. Uh, one last thing. Yeah. Roy Rose is still an endless, by the way. Are you serious? Wait, how do you know? Zovia, which was, I think she's number six or five on the leaderboards of Super Expert. Uh, she told me that it she still got it. Still an, yeah, she got it and she had to skip it. Oh, man. I'm waiting for the day that we're, or Thab or someone else gets it. I want to just have a clip of the saying, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Three bumpers at the start, dude. Upside down. Custom Aura play some garbage, but I don't think I don't They'll know what out. it's almost like. What would happen with an unstoppable object meets an immovable or force? You know <laughs> that thing. Wait till I show everyone the clear video when I get partner, and that was the promise from the beginning. Yeah, it's I saw the the clip journey. through the sub world, and that alone is insane. That was only one fourth of the level, Malus. One for uh, it's that's that's a nope for me, dog. Dude, the subworld contains two fourths to almost three fourths. The last bit is the worst. You have to blindly jump in a certain spot, and if you don't do it properly, you will just get you'll, you're just dead. You'll get into CP two, or you'll have to just start over. Ugh. It's so bad. I memorized every single jump in that last section, and the ending requires a specific item and if you don't have that specific item you ain't gonna get into the flagpole it's so bad it's awful you are you are terrible Uh, that's really worse for sorry i can never be like this is the worst level i've ever played because i did play that level it exists it exists (laughs) so yeah anyways malice you have a good one dude all right dude thanks for hanging out man i can't wait to get this edited and sent over to you Thanks for listening to this first episode of the Mayless Black Podcast. Music by Mr. Sayward and our first guest, Roy Roo, both are on Twitch. Be sure to stop in and drop them a follow. Thanks again. Bye.